All right, guys, welcome back for another solo episode. In this one, we are going to be talking about personalized marketing. Now, I wanted to talk about this because when I had the idea for this episode, it was the end of December. And as you guys know, Spotify Wrapped was everywhere, all over people's social. And it's always such a fascinating thing to me that Spotify does this so well kudos to them like they really knock it out of the park but it's it's just fascinating because all they are doing is telling you what you've listened to that's all they're doing i think i probably have said this on another episode before but it's just mind boggling to me and it's so great it's like such good press for this company it's such good marketing for their company but you could find this information if you wanted to. All you have to do is go into your songs that you've played, you know, whatever. You just sort by most listened. So it's really funny to me that they take this information that you already know. You guys know what you listen to and they put it in a pretty package and it blows up. So it really got me thinking about personalized marketing and personalized marketing really is the future. I really believe that. And so I wanted to kind of dive into a little bit more on that and how you can use it to, you know, apply to your business, right? So backstory. So every semester for the last, I'm going to say, I think about three and a half years, I think a little more than that, actually. But every semester, I've been speaking to an MBA program at Boston University. There's a professor there who found out about what I was doing. um, And she has me speak and present to the luxury marketing class on boutique fitness and the rise of luxury wellness. So I'm kind of like their house speaker there about, um, yeah, just like the rise of luxury wellness. So when I do this presentation, I kind of do a case study, and this has been the same presentation that I've done for the last few years. I do a presentation on three companies, like a case study example on how these three companies have done their marketing. Now, obviously, when it comes to SoulCycle and Lululemon, I have more of an insider view into how that company works, right? I worked for Lululemon for five years, building up their communities. I worked for SoulCycle for a year and a half. I oversaw 26 studios and oversaw all of their marketing. So I understand how those companies work, right? I feel very equipped to talk about their marketing. When it comes to Aura, I'm just a consumer. I have never worked with the company, but I have been wearing the Aura ring for the last four years. I truly love it. It has taught me a lot about myself. It's taught me a lot about my hormones and how I sleep. And it's been a really, really big factor in me cutting back pretty drastically on alcohol, right? Like learning my HRV when I'm sleeping. And there's just so much information that I find really fascinating. So when I add in the segment on Aura, It's gotten longer and longer each time that I've done this presentation. So when I first started presenting to these students, the section that I had on Aura was kind of just about the rise of personalized wellness. And now what's happening is we're seeing the rise of Levels, which is, you know, the continuous glucose monitor company. They took something that was pretty inexpensive from what I understand, but you needed a prescription to making it more mainstream and pretty uh, luxury priced, let's just say that. But I also go into how our algorithms are getting more and more personalized to serve us exactly what we're looking for. So that is the backstory for why I kind of wanted to start talking about personalized wellness and 
And it is just something that I'm finding is going to be the future, right? So like think about Spotify wrapped, think about all these different, you know, ways that people are sharing their stats when they work out. There's a lot of different fun things that people are doing. So let's go into why personalized marketing works so well. So if you have ever taken a Myers-Briggs or Enneagram, astrology, human design, strength finder assessment, any personality test, right? Like, can you think of any of the personality tests that you've taken? I know I just got off of a meeting and someone was like, oh, I bet you're an Enneagram 3. Um, I think they said, I'm actually, I've never done my Enneagram. (laughs) I've done all those other ones. But it's just something that we can really identify with, right? So I can pretty much guarantee that learning the results of any of these tests that you have ever done or knowing what your, your astrological sign is, even if it didn't necessarily align 100% with how you see yourself, you were still able to make a decision and say, yes, that's me, or no, that's not me, right? So this person who told me that she thinks I'm an Enneagram 3, I can read what an Enneagram 3 means, and I'll be the one to ascertain if that is true to who I think I am, right? Like, I'm a Libra, and oh my God, am I a Libra. (laughs) I know a lot of my clients are also Libras. A lot of listeners here are also Libras. I think there's something about the way that we function that we enjoy each other's company and like content, but I'm very much a Libra. I can read any kind of like descriptor on a Libra, and I'm like, yep, that's me. I've also done the, what is it? The, I mean, my strengths finder assessment is really accurate. My human design, I'm a generator. I find that one incredibly accurate. So anyway, my point is when you find out these results, even if they're not accurate, you still feel like you're learning more about yourself by saying, no, that's not me right? You're still taking a stand on who you were and you were able to stand stronger in a declaration about yourself. And that's a really great and empowering feeling, right? So I did a little bit of research in this and the first documented personality tests as we know them date back to over 100 years ago when Catherine Briggs developed the Myers-Briggs test. I did not know this as I was like, okay, 100 years, geez. She actually developed it to determine which soldiers would suffer from PTSD or quote unquote shell shock, as they called it back then. Fast forward to 2024, and personalized te- or personality testing is a $500 million industry with an annual growth rate estimated at 10 to 15%, according to the Harvard Business Review. I linked that article for you guys in the show notes. Um, it was really fascinating. So definitely go ahead and just click on it to learn more. But it's pretty easy to tell why, right? Like we love learning about ourselves. We love learning how well we slept, how many calories we burned, what our love language is, what's written in the stars for us, and maybe even like how big of a Swifty are we, right? There's just so much there that people do love learning. So personality tests may have originated with the army in mind, but looking at how personalization is so apparent in our daily lives has been really fascinating. So like I said, you know, I planned this podcast episode in December of 2023, and Spotify Wrapped was everywhere. So truly, Spotify Wrapped has taken over the internet since the first time they did it, I think probably about three to four years ago. Don't quote me on that one. But that's, you know, that's just when I remember sort of seeing it. 
They are, again, they are just telling you what you already know about yourself. You can easily look in your history on Spotify and find the same information. But when they wrap it up in a neat little bow, Spotify is able to tell you a little bit more about who you are, what you like, and it makes you feel much more validated. It's amazing brand marketing for them, right? And it's something to be learned for all of us. I'm not sure if you guys have seen, they now just started adding in these things called day lists. And there was a template on Instagram that was circulating that was like, don't tell me your astrology sign. Tell, show me what your Spotify day list is. We can pretty much bet that Spotify is the one behind that template. And again, absolutely genius. Mine, I was like, oh, okay, I don't know. Let me go see it. Mine was that I was like, <laughs> it was like, baking around the house, like pretending you're in Laurel Canyon in the 60s or something. And like, yeah, that, yes, that tracks. So I find them fascinating and hilarious. And again, really something to be learned for all of us. So I know that it, I know that you guys are thinking like, okay, well, cool. Spotify has a $10 million marketing budget. That's great that they're able to do that. Like I'm not able to do that. I hear you. I know it feels like we need a huge budget or a huge team to be able to take a personalized approach to our marketing, but that is just not true. So here are my two favorite ways to use personalization in your marketing strategy as a small business owner. So this one is that I have been doing for over three years now. It is one of my favorite ways to get to know my audience a little bit better, and that is through doing a quiz. So I've been using Try Interact, just tryinteract.com, for over three years now. It's the quiz builder that I started with, and I created a quiz, What's Missing from Your Marketing?, as a way to give my audience a personalized free resource. And like, it's really a prescription. So as opposed to a one size fits all lead magnet, which I do have a lot of, but this one, I was like, you know, let me just try it out. I love Elizabeth McCravey and I love Tonic Site Shop both for as my like show it website designers. Um, they have really, really good website templates. So if you are looking for like a DIY website template, those ones are fantastic. But they both had a quiz on their site. Like when I was first starting out my business and I was just like learning all the things, you know, um, they both had a really cool quiz on their website and I really enjoyed taking it. Like the tonic one, their whole brand ethos is like the cocktail bar. So they had one that was like, what is your brand cocktail or something? And the result gave you a website template that kind of like fit your personality. So I just thought it was so cool. And I was like, all right, cool. Like I want to try to figure this out. So the reason for this, right, is that I am a marketing consultant. So the reason for the why I chose like, okay, what's missing from your marketing is that I'm a marketing consultant that focuses on a few key areas. I focus on brand awareness, client retention, clear messaging, and systems. But everybody's business is different, which I say all the time. And somebody might have great brand awareness strategies, but be lacking on the client retention side. So I wouldn't prescribe that person that has great brand awareness a lead magnet that's focused on finding your ideal clients, right? Because I know that they're already good at that. What they actually might not be good at is retaining the clients. Much like I wouldn't prescribe somebody who has a 90% conversion rate a freebie that teaches them how to have good retention, right? Because with a 90% conversion rate, I can pretty much tell like you've got it down. You understand, you know, who's coming in and how to get them to stay with you. So I would prescribe that person a freebie on how to find your aligned audience. Now, creating this quiz has allowed me to have four different results, all that match up 
with the strategically asked questions that I ask in onboarding for all of my private clients. So it helps me, it helps my business in that I'm able to kind of get these questions out of the way. And then when somebody does join the membership or when somebody does, um, you know, sign up for a one-on-one or something like that, I can actually go in and like see what their result is. I can see, you know, all the different stuff about their business. So it also serves me as in that it like it function as it functions as onboarding. So these questions, of course, like, yes, I've had the quiz for over three years. I have changed the questions up a lot. So the questions have been improved upon over the years to really help me get to the root of what's going on in someone's business. Um, but it really helps me just find those like winnable gaps in their marketing. Um, that was a fun Lululemon term that I really love, just winnable gaps, right? It's like, it's something that we know we can build the bridge for. Um, so I like saying that one, but anyway, so in just four minutes, I am able to send someone a module on the gap and like how to build the bridge that can help their strategy. And it's all for free and it's all automated. I don't have to lift a finger. So Interact does do a Flowdesk inter- um, integration now. I'm pretty OG with this one. I Again, I started using it years ago. So I just have a redirect to a full page form on Flowdesk of like where you guys, you know, type in your email to get the results. And then the results come through in an email. I really like it. Um, but again, so I use Try Interact, and you guys already know that I use Flowdesk. So each of the four quiz results lead to a separate workflow, right? So like I said, you know, I kind of have four different answers that could be somebody's, um, that's like somebody's result from taking the quiz. And there's two emails that get sent out once somebody takes the quiz. And it kind of tells them like, okay, here's what's missing in your marketing. Um, And then it gives them three things to do. So it'll be like a module inside the Friday Society membership and a freebie and a podcast episode that all will help with that result. So the additional bonus to me as the business owner of having these four pillars is that they are the foundation of my business. Brand awareness, client retention, really good messaging, and streamlining your systems. This is the foundation of my business. And that is what I talk to my clients and members about day in and day out. So you better believe I will be talking about these four topics again and again. As the quiz generates more takers, I then have a segment of potential clients that match each gap that I can communicate to in a more personalized way each time this comes up. So for example, each member of the Fri- each quarter of the Friday Society membership in 2024 is dedicated to an umbrella theme. So for example, in Q1, in the Friday Society membership, we are focusing on brand awareness. That means that January, we're focusing on social media, February, we're focusing on collaborations, and March, we are focusing on building your email list. So I can now email the entire segment specifically who got the result of, hey, your brand awareness needs a little bit of work. I can email all of those people specifically about this being the focus and maybe even offer like, hey, hop into a training or something like that, right, as a way to drive conversions into the membership. So the advantage of having this focused segment versus just having a bunch of people on my list is that this may or may not apply to their business, right? So always having a segmenting group, a segmented group is super, super, super important. 
So tips on quizzes, because I know a lot of clients and a lot of members have asked me like, all right, I think I want to do a quiz, but what should I do? So my three top tips for having a quiz is number one, people want to learn about themselves, right? This is a podcast about personalized marketing. They don't want to learn about your business. So what you really, you really want to have the result focused on like, hey, let's talk about you, right? So like this is your, like the tonic one, like this is your brand cocktail. Uh, mine is like, okay, here's how to fix, you know, this part of your marketing. So you really want to make it about your client, not about your business. The second thing is name your quiz in a way that applies to the client, right? So like example, like what's your Marvel superhero workout routine? Think about Aura. They tell you about you. They don't really ever tell you about Aura as a brand. They are pretty much like they function and they position themselves as the brand that helps you learn about yourself. So I hope that makes sense in terms of naming the quiz. And the third thing is make sure you have at least three results to pull from or products to match the results. So I would not recommend a quiz for somebody who is new in business or who only really has one way that you want people to work with you. Now, if you're somebody who has like a virtual membership, this is really great because you can pull from all the different types of content that you have on there. Um, if you're ha- if you're somebody that has like different levels of ways to work with you, this would be another really good thing like, hey, which program are you ready for? Um, But if you only have like one, like SoulCycle, for example, or like Barry's, I don't really think they should have a quiz because they are just focusing on their one core product. Um, So it wouldn't really make sense to direct to like any sort of different products, right? Maybe you could do it for like, hey, which instructor should you try out? Like that might be a good way because there's some variation there. Um, But you do want to make sure that you have some variation to pull from when it comes to your results. Now, the second way that we are going to talk about doing personalized marketing is through polls and story engagements. So I will say, so I talk a little bit about ManyChat coming up. Um, I use ManyChat now. The first time I used it, it was, we've talked about this in the membership a bunch. Um, the first time I used ManyChat, it was a little bit glitchy. Um, I've started using it again for like all of my different lead magnets and free resources and things, and it has been much better. So I will kind of just say that. But ManyChat is a third-party app that helps you manage your flow of DMs. It directs people to message me, you know, either like Zapier, I have a Zapier lead magnet for people who don't know how to use it yet or just want like some further training. You can message me like checklist. I have a marketing checklist on my free resources. So or like TFC podcast, and it sends you like the latest podcast episode. So I have a few ones that I'm playing around with that I think are pretty fun. But again, it's really just there to help me build out my personalized segments on my email list. So I can pretty much bet if somebody is signing up for the Zapier free lead magnet, for example, they're going to be somebody that is going to be very interested in the systems section of the Friday Society membership. So I know that I'll be able to reach out to them there. Um, I have another lead magnet that is like a week of free social prompts. I can pretty much bet that's a group that I can reach out to the next time I do a social media planning inside the membership. So again, it's just another tool in, you know, allowing our our CRM and our personalized 
marketing to just get a little bit more sophisticated, a little more personalized. So as small business owners, relationships really are the cornerstone of our success. I truly believe that. I think relationships are the reason why we get into this and it's the most important thing to protect and to make sure that we are really nurturing. So I know that every single one of us has true friendships with these with people that we interact with on a daily basis. Like I, I could hang out in my DMs all day and just talk to you guys. I think it's the most fun thing in the entire world. So I know that like all of us, like these are true friendships and getting more personalized and using these tools in our business to also serve our business just makes sense when it comes to streamlining and growing, right? So that's it. You know, definitely use a quiz. Definitely start to figure out, you know, use a quiz if it applies for your business. But also, you know, just really try to figure out the ways that you are segmenting your audience, right? Like really try to think of your business in terms of phases of your client. And then also what segments support that? What parts of your business support those different phases of your client journey? If you guys are in the membership, the client journey module is a really good one to revisit after you listen to this episode. So I'll link that for you guys in the show notes as well. I've got that Harvard Business Review article in there talking about the origin of Myers-Briggs. I think that's super fun. Discount codes to use, you know, Flowdesk, which I absolutely love. And um, Interact has a two-week free trial. Try Interact has a two-week free trial. So I'll put that in the show notes as well. Anything else, of course, just always message me on Instagram. Again, just love talking to you guys and hearing from you. That is at Alexa Grow My Business. So as always, thank you so, so, so much for listening and being here. And anything you guys need, just reach out. See you later. All right, guys, you made it to the end of the episode. Thank you so much for being here. It means the world to me. If you haven't left a review yet, I would be so, so grateful. I read every single one and they help me, they help the podcast, they help my visibility. So definitely encourage you to do that. And if the content of the episode was relevant to you, if it helped you with your business, I would love it if you shared it to your stories or if you sent it to a friend. That is it. I will see you next week. And again, thank you so much for being here.